The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. show it's the rail sports on the voice of america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters and what matters to me well listen i do not have a live show on monday so obviously yesterday was memorial day so what matters to me is i would like to take the time to thank all those members of of families who happen to have someone who was a military person uh, who served in the military um, as a person who was uh, in uniform, I don't care if it was one day, I don't care if it was a thousand days, I don't care if they were career officers, and they have since passed away. I, I just like to take the time out to pay homage and say thank you to those family members uh, and to know that you are in my prayers as that day came and went yesterday, but I'm sure it was a vo- very emotional time for you. I, too, have people in my family uh, who served in the military that have passed on. Uh, but I didn't get a chance to pay homage and say thank you uh, with a moment of silence like I like to do to members of the fraternity of football and to other people that uh, has significance in the world, not just my life, but, but in the world. So I'm going to take time to pay homage to those who were in some part of our military here in the United States of America uh, who lost their life. Uh, whether it be in battle or just just life, you know, sometimes we expire just by natural causes. So uh, here's my tribute to them with a moment of silence. All right, I'm back. And again, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. What matters to me is I want to pay homage and, and, and pay tribute to those who served in the, the branch of our military here in the United States of America. Uh, because without them, uh, you know, we're not safe. We're not protected. We're not free to, to live life as we do in this country. Not a greater country in the United States. Well, not a greater country than the United States of America in the world. I don't believe in. I've had a chance to travel. And believe me, you know, you can go to some parts of the world. It's, it's nice. It's very nice. But I do like the United States of America. So um, thank you to those who have made it safe. Now, what do I want to talk about today? You know what I want to talk about. You know, I, I can't just act as if I didn't see LeBron play basketball. I can't possibly do that. You know, you, and also, also, since I last spoke to you guys, I believe the Suns lost. The, I'm sorry, the Suns. The Spurs lost the game. Woo. And the, I mean, but okay, see, really? I mean, you do have the MVP of the league on that team. 
And and you guys know that I struggle with the whole thing about most valuable player, you know, of a season, of a league, and, and, and before championships play. That's just me. I struggle with that sometimes. So uh, I believe you could be a most valuable player of a team, but I think that the most valuable player of the league probably should end up in the championship game and, and series and, and walk away with the trophy. If you're the most valuable player of the league, and I don't see why the league shouldn't include the postseason. I know everybody doesn't make the postseason, but I doubt if we will ever see a most valuable player on a team that doesn't make the playoffs. Because if you're the most valuable player of your team, you should make your team better and your team should rise to the top and eventually should win it all. So there's really no question when you are then the MVP of the league, you won the championship, your team did right, right there with you, you made everybody better. But again, well, I can say that it's real as sports after all. So, so you know how I feel. But um, I do want to talk about this for a second. Before I get into basketball, I want to talk a little bit of football. And just a little bit of football because, um, you know, there's some other things that we should talk about. And I'm going to talk about them. But on the Big Boy Show this morning, there was a conversation about Tom Brady. And, you know, he had a couple people around. I don't always like to give up their names because I'm not promoting them on this show. I'm, I mean, I'm not even naming the, the name of the Big Boy Show, but you know the Big Boy Show. And so they're having this conversation about Tom Brady and, and how he's feeling. And, and at the age of 35, 36 years old, you know, he's feeling like he's 25 years old. Well, hell, it's the offseason, Tom. Of course you feel like you're 25 years old. Tom doesn't want to hear about he's getting old. Of course you don't want to hear about you're getting old. Catch me halfway through the season of this year when you're 35 or 36 and tell me that you feel like you're 25 years old. Really? I mean, I thought the guys missed it, the whole thing today. You know, they went into the whole discussion about, well, technology and the you know, various improvements, you know, the supplements, you know, all these things can contribute to your body recovering and feeling better and feeling healthy. But this is a man who's talking about feeling like he's 25 in the offseason. Hell, as a matter of fact, I'm in the studio now. I feel pretty good, too. I'm a double nickel and I feel like I'm 25. Really? Come on, guys. If you really want to know how the man is feeling and how much he really loves the game, catch him in the second half of the season and see how he's feeling then. As a matter of fact, all you really got to do if you really want to know is probably catch him after the second game, you know, on that Monday in the locker room and ask him when he's there getting treatment. Because one thing about it, if he feels like he's 25 years old, when he was 25 years old, he probably didn't have to get training every single day. He didn't walk around with the ice packs on his shoulders like he will this year every single day. He wouldn't walk around with the ice packs on his knees probably like he will this year every single day. When you're 25 years old, you are 25. Well, when we're 25, we don't say we feel like we're 12. You 25, you, you're 25 years old, man, you feel like you're at the top of the world. It, anybody who's 25 years old right about now probably know, they probably figured out life's challenges. They, they've, they've conquered every problem that the world has. The world just hasn't got it yet. 
<laughs> so 25, uh, that's it. That's uh, an amazing, uh, you know, thing to hear Tom say that he feels like. But that's a good thing. Because he could have said, hey, man, I, you know, I, I do feel like I'm getting older. I do feel like I only have a couple more years. But you don't, you don't want to say that because if you said that, they might have drafted Johnny Manziel. Who knows? We're going to get into some Johnny later. You know how I set that up. But they might have considered it. And I'm sure that you can believe because it happened to me in Cleveland years ago. You know, Marty said me and Hanford and, and many, and me and Hanford went in together. Now, Hanford bogarted my session with Marty. You know, hey, you know, me and Hanford, we, we, we boys, though. But Hanford, like, oh, you ain't going to talk to him and not talk to me. That's just the way Dick is. He's a funny dude. You'll love him if you ever get a chance to meet Hanford Dixon. He's probably one of the best celebrities to spend time with to make you feel as if you're a decent human being, you're worthy of his time, and he's honored that you think that he's worthy of your time. That's the kind of guy he is. He's, he's funny, likes to have a lot of fun, intelligent man, bright man, um, you know, but <laughs> he just would, uh, hell no, Marty, you ain't meeting with Ray and I don't come in there. I'm, I'm coming in. Mr. I'm top dog, <laughs> you know, so, uh, but we had a conversation and Marty said to, to, to me and Hanford, you know, you guys are getting close to 30. Hell, we were just 26 looking to get to 27. But, you know, and that was, you know, 20 some years ago, you know, and so I'm telling you now that, that coaches are always, Tom better say he feels like he's 25 years old because the coaches don't want him to say that he feels like he's 35. They don't want to hear that. You know, 35 is the exception for a man to be on the professional football team and starting and producing at the highest level. That's the exception. Very few times does that happen. As a matter of fact, if Tom Brady were to win the Super Bowl this year, I think he might be up there as one of the oldest men to ever win a Super Bowl. So that's just some, something you might want to call Vegas and ask them what the odds are, you know, and, and bet against them. If you can bet against the New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl based upon historical numbers, you might say the odds of him winning the Super Bowl at that age is, okay, I'm going to take the odds against him because I don't think he's going to win. But the fact of the matter is I want to get back to Tom telling the coach how he feels and to, to put a number to that. Tom Brady's not dumb. Tom Brady ain't stupid. You know, this is an intelligent man. Football IQ's off the chart. Handles himself extremely well. I mean, honestly, I, for the life of me, you can't tell me that. Is there some? I mean, this is a man talking about a power couple. Okay, you got Jay Z and Beyonce over here. Every time they turn around, somebody trying to snap a shot of them. You know, you got Tom Brady and Gazelle, Giselle, whatever her name is, Mrs. Brady. I'm gonna respect her because she's his wife. Why do we not see pictures of them? I mean, they're celebrities. Tom Brady is worthy of him and his wife being someplace and somebody capturing a picture. Does the paparazzi not work around Tom Brady? Can they not seek Tom Brady and his wife out? Don't they think people want to see pictures of them as well? Why is it that we let Tom Brady live such a comfortable life? You ever think about that? Why do we choose to let him live such a comfortable life? Regardless of what he chooses to do, we don't seem to invade upon him. But I got my man up there in Cleveland who's trying to turn things around, Johnny Manziel. And I, for some reason or another, we're just intrigued with Johnny's life. Now, whatever it is that Tom is doing, 
It's something that he chooses to do. Tom is accomplished. I think because of the fact that he's accomplished, that makes it more of an interesting story to try to let us into his life and to see what it's about. But instead, we're going to go and we're going to follow Johnny Football. Now, I, I, I just say that because I want to draw the contrast in what appears to be two different lifestyles. Of course, Tom is a seasoned veteran, family man, married, children, Super Bowl quarterback, cover boy, got it all going on. Starting quarterback, all pro, pro bowler, one of the greatest of all times. Johnny Manziel wants to be Tom Brady in the conversation of one of those who are the greatest of all time. Multiple Super Bowl winner, multiple Pro Bowl, multiple, you know, going to Hollywood, I mean, going to uh, Hawaii and having a good time at the Pro Bowl. So what does that look like? What are some of the things that he does? How can I be like that? I'm going to answer those questions and, you know, and probably a couple others that I'm going to ask myself and I'm going to ask you out there. Listen, if you'd like to call, call in with me on this one, 888-346-9144. Again, here's a young man who has somebody still alive, a couple of them playing in the league now, greatest of all times, quarterbacks. You want to be them. I don't think I've ever heard Tom Brady Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, you know, Vegas, really? All right, listen, I'm going to take a break, then I'm going to come back. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All 
ride. You hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And what matters to me are all those men and women of the United States military who have gone on to heaven. In my own way, I want to say thank you for what you did for me and for what you did all of us, for all of us, and what you did for this great country, the United States of America. And I want your family members to know that I truly am appreciative of it. I celebrate my own family members who've gone on to heaven, who've celebrated, I mean, who uh, participated in our military here uh, in the United States of America. And just thank you all. And uh, thank those soldiers who are still with us, too, uh, who've served in the past. Uh, thank you. I believe we do that on Veterans Day. We acknowledge that uh, Memorial's Day was for uh, those who have gone on, but still want to take a time out to thank those whenever I can. So. Moving right on, and I was talking about, uh, uh, of course, uh, getting started, talking on Johnny Manziel, my man Doug Mack. Doug Mack. Dougie. Doug Mack, because I'm not going to call him Dougie, Dougie Mack, because, see, Dougie Mack would show up on time. But <laughs> Dougie. I'm right on time, Uncle Ray. Okay. I'm exactly well, where I'm supposed to be. I, I appreciate Dougie Mack coming <laughs> on into the studio uh, because. I'm sorry I'm late, sir. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you're, you're right on time. We, we talked about you coming. Yeah, we talked. Me a little bit later, you knew. So I, you I knew. appreciate it. Uh, Dougie Mack handling his business. Put but, me on blast. Uh, but what I want to do now is, is, is the audience was looking forward to that. I was too. And, so, and I'm here. <laughs> so what do you know? Well, here's what I know. And I was just touching this because the big boy show which i never talk about who the big boy show is they don't you don't need to say who the big boy show is because they know who they are but they they touched on something this morning and, ESPN. and, I, and, I, and I, I thought a little bit about you know the subject of tom brady and, and the fact that tom brady you know said he feels like he's 25 years old you know he feels good he feels fine well i mean if that was and your I, wife you'd feel well you know i don't know if the wife is making him feel that but mm. i tell you what is making him feel that is it's the fact that it's the off season what the hell of course i feel like i'm 25 i didn't get hit last week by a 350 pound lineman right you know i'm not recovering this weekend i'm not so, getting ray ellis off so, of see, me see so, so you said so i'm feeling of course i'm feeling good you need to find out what he feels like in the middle of the season. Well, then he'll tell you then. Yeah, right, but of course he's 25 years old. Really, he's 35, 36 years old. You know, think about that. I mean, and I, and I said I had to check into this, but, you know, probably if Tom Brady would, were to win the Super Bowl, he probably would be, uh, if not the, the oldest, probably the second oldest quarterback ever to win the Super Bowl at that I age. Know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, but that's how old he is. And that's why. And listen, when your age starts Who's coming oldest? up. Who's oldest? Well, I'm going to research that. I don't know. But I'm, but I'm saying it's research 35, 36. It? Yeah, we just Google it. You know, we got to put, put your team on that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get one of the research yeah. guys on yeah, that. Yeah. But, but certainly the fact that you know you're old when they start talking about you're old. Right, this rel this accomplishment relative to your age. See what I'm saying, and and so so we now have to start thinking about this man, in a sense that okay, he's old. That has to come into he's the conversation. Not old. No, he no. Listen, he remember, is a veteran. That he is, but he's a seasoned veteran. What's that he's mean? Not salt and pepper. He's not, he's not a second year guy. Get salt and pepper. Oh like yeah, me. yeah. He's got. He, oh, he's, Tom's got a little bit of that. Tom's got a little Tom bit. Tom got Giselle. Tom, listen. But, Tom wins. But she can't listen. <laughs> Gazelle has been a problem for him. I, I believe Gazelle is the reason why. Uh, okay, first of all, she's not an emu. She doesn't run the African savanna. It's Giselle, not Gazelle. Okay, Giselle. A gazelle is an animal. Giselle. Giselle is a hottie. Giselle is like this. <laughs> she is a problem. She is a what? If you re if, don't you recall Tom can't catch it and throw it too? 
How's that a problem? She was right. No, he drops one ball and you're going to, come on. He dropped the ball. Listen, they had to make a, a, a spectacular catch. No, he didn't. Come on. Well, okay. You well, say Giselle's just say the problem? Let's just say that. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she, by making that comment, she, that created something in that locker room that had never existed before. They all had to go into defense to ask, and, and somebody's got to protect. I mean, what's Tom going to do? He's got to protect his Wait, wife, right? You have, are you getting this from sources? Well, I don't want to. I, I don't throw my sources out there. I'm like just asking. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't saying, do, do that. Have, just do like have, I tell you, I don't even do mention the big sources? boy in that. Do you have sources <laughs> in the locker room? I, I, can tell you, I can tell you this. What she said was not good for the locker room. I've been in the locker I room. I agree with that. I've been in the uh, locker okay, room. I, and one thing I that happens in the locker room is... You don't throw Why? anybody under the bus. We win as a team. No, no, we no, lose no, as a no, team. no. But you, but the wives don't get involved. We, lo- in we the win conversation. as a team. We lose as a team. Right. You don't go. You go singling anybody out. I right. agree with you. Right. I mean, I, and I, he I, didn't. Tom didn't. Tom didn't. But what are you going to do? Like the you wife know, did. What are you going to do? Right. That's what I'm saying. She's she's, she's she, like German or something. You know, they always uh, say the wrong thing. Oh, that's a, I'm a German, that's a so I can remark? say that. Well, I'm a German, so I can say that. Okay. 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 All the Germans have a penchant for saying the wrong thing. I don't know, man. And last time I checked, Ellis is was you know. Well, I'm a Scotch Irish German, <laughs> so I got I'm I'm coming from all okay, angles. Okay, well let's move on. Let's let, let me just get to my point. Here's my yeah, point. Come to the come to the point. You got sir. Tom Brady, who you know when you when you look at him, I mean Tom is really the poster child, if you will. He is the for poster awesomeness. Child. No, he's a poster child for the National Football League quarterback. This is really what they want. Tom's had his his times in the mo- his moments to shine. Where the light was bright and on him only as a superstar quarterback who was single and, you know, a sex symbol. He had all that. Sexy he, man. He did that. Sexy he, man. Won the Super Bowl MVP, all that type of stuff. Yep. Single, you know, all the women chasing him. Out, you know, all that thing. stuff. You know, boom. And then next thing you know, he gets married and he marries married? a supermodel. Yeah. Got a supermodel for You've what? seen that got, new H&M commercial with her in it? Holy got, Moses. Got, I'm not looking at another man's wife, man. Come on. She's, let me, let me it's to, a commercial on okay. television and but, yes, you are. But what you said, you said. <laughs> Holy Mo- I haven't seen it. You okay, said Holy Moses. But if it was Moses. on TV, you wouldn't What's avert the pro- your gaze. Is, is, the product, you know? is the product Holy Moses or is she the Holy it's Moses? It's interesting because the name of the company is H&M. It's a Dutch retailer. It's the Gap of Holland, okay? That's become an international brand for you, like having affordable clothes, You're not right? going to try to educate me about fashion. I, oh, yes. I got you all day. I, I, I'm not the one matching my uh, headset to my uh, T-shirt, my, my V-neck today. <laughs> no, I'm just saying Holy Moses. My, my, I'm not going to educate you about fashion, but I'm going to play with words and h&m holy moses ipso facto wow that's a good one thank you that's a good i thought one. We i'll had, give you that I, thank you yeah. i was getting there but h&m got a little bit of my money already hey i'm mad about they it. they got yours too right uh, a little bit when yeah, i lived they, in amsterdam they, they, but not since i moved are, back oh they, they got it here you, no they, I, i'm being sincere okay I, I know but listen okay so here's what i'm saying and even when i'm tom bragging brady. i'm being sincere tom brady you know Take a look at it. Whatever you want to know about football. What do you want to know about you Tom want to be Brady? a quarterback. Why, why are we on Tom? Okay, we're on, we're on Tom because we're I actually... I thought we were going Johnny. No, no. We, we're, see? Got it, right? So, if Johnny, if you want to be like Tom, Vegas ain't the place for you. What happened? Oh, Johnny again. When I, okay, quick interjection. When I called Ray and said, hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late, he goes, I got you all day on Johnny Manziel. I'm on Johnny. And I was like, just tell me what... Don't and just save it for you. the studio. I'm going to save so it. So, what do you got? I, what, what I, don't, I don't like Doug to be... You know, I, I want to come in. I want to get it from the heart. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to you know, okay. script so, this stuff. Real cut. So, what do you Johnny's know? Johnny's going to... You listen, Johnny's in between OTA, OTAs and Johnny wants to go to Vegas. Uh, I can't blame the guy. No, but see, that's where you... See, what you, see now you're getting what you thought he was ready to conform to being a professional quarterback. You can't go to Vegas? No. Why? 
because you're trying to be a professional quarterback and you want to be the starting quarterback for this team, and there's such a thing as called sacrifice. But he doesn't have a girl? He doesn't what? He's looking for hoe-fashionals. <laughs> so, See, I thought you said he's going to be professional. I'm, I'm saying, you know, he, but when he doesn't have a girl, I mean, but he's navigating. No, no but that, that's still he's looking the, for no, some banging chicks. No, 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 but see, that's not being professional. The thing about it is, listen, you want to concentrate on your job. You're, right now, you're telling me, okay, any spare time that Johnny gets, Johnny's going to think about the convenience of the money he has in his pocket, and he could just get on a flight and be in Vegas and back. Wouldn't you? No. Really? No, 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 no. Here's, and here's, here's the part that you're missing. Because Everybody it, gets on Johnny. This, you know, this is just like, no. I don't care what his name you were is. Mad about Johnny last time Listen, when you got busted. That's in, exactly at University right. of Texas here's, at the fraternity. Here's party? what I'm telling you. That's a year ago. Here's year what and I'm half telling ago. Here's what I'm I telling you. I remember talking to you about that. Here's what I'm saying. When you want to be great, you see great. Great shows up. People can tell you about great. I ain't, I'm okay. not here to talk about myself or anybody else. But people who can talk to you about great players they will tell you can you tell me the last time you heard that tom brady was in vegas can you okay. tell me the last time actually Peyton Manning was let, in let, vegas let, let me talk to you about that okay um i spent 10 years in san francisco you know this okay in that time i became friendly with this dude we'll leave his name out of it okay because yes. I, I, I think that's appropriate all right he was uh, working the door at a bar that I always went to in North Beach, and then he became friends of my, you know, we all became friends in this little crew. And then, you know, over the course of a couple years, you come to realize this is one of Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's best friends, because, you know, Tom's from the peninsula. Tom is from the San Francisco Bay Area. You've, He's told, just, you've told me that a okay, couple times. Right, and so his homie, we'll call him Man X, used to, after a certain point, when we be, he wasn't bragging, but after a while, it was kind of cool. Like, that game would end, and he would hit Tom on a text, and Tom, he would, he would just show it to a couple of us, and he'd be like, screw that, the big game is next week, screw the Jets, exclamation, exclamation, from the mouth of Tom, talking about the, you know, like, that kind of personal relationship. And I can tell you this much, Tom's not going to Vegas, Tom wasn't being a rager, but Tom came back, had some drinks with the boys. Okay. Tom, he had a good time. Okay. You know, it just wasn't in the era of Snapchat and Instagram. Instagram and and and, but and Snapchat Twitter. and Instagram. Well, Snapchat's exists. a bad example because it goes away. Well, okay, but right. But but let's Instagram, say Twitter and Facebook. And, okay, they're here to stay. They're here. Right. Okay. So let but me. They were ask all you, doing that but, stuff. But no. But currently, this is what I'm saying. Currently. Currently, this is what I'm. When the Cleveland Browns. Okay, you drafted, make a right point. I, I agree with you. Right. I know, and, I know what you're saying. I agree with you. But all I want to do is listen. I, I'm hoping that there could be enough chatter on enough shows to get the man to stop. Why? What do, you, what do you care about Johnny Manziel? You're not oh, his, I want him to be a successful he plays, agent? The, he plays for the Cleveland Browns. Okay, well, there is a sense of pride. Write him a, a, a strongly worded letter. No, okay. you're missing the point. You're missing the point because that's not how I'm it's done. I'm just playing. I'm that's just not playing. how it's done. I'm just How playing. it's done is just like people like you and I having a conversation no. on the air. No. And people, come on. And they if, listen. Hey, and, and they listen Uncle to Ray, shows. if you're in Johnny's shoes, like walk a mile in his shoes, and he is an older dude who played in the league sitting across from me right now going, all right, Ellis needs to rein it in. Those are my Cleveland Browns too. What's the first thing you're going to think? If you're 21 years old, you'll be like, screw that, dude. I'm running my no. own program. No. I'm running my program. No. Here's what I... Here's Hell what yeah. I, I've been. I've been a professional athlete that sit in front of other professional athletes that have shared some wisdom with you, and you listen. But this isn't sharing wisdom. This is you criticizing. No, him on this broadcast. is wisdom. No, this is wisdom. This y is. He's wisdom. not in the room. You, but you don't. You never know who's doing what. You don't know who's listening to what. That's you think all Johnny Manziel is going to have someone the, put him on this broadcast the, and be like, Uncle Ray Ellis here's, here's is what looking out for here's you. Here's what happened. Is he'd he be this, like, he hears that from everybody. This is how everybody goes 
viral is because it starts off here and the next thing you know it goes and my point is break their own nose here's my point you can't if that's it if your approach is that would be the same opinion that you would take on anything else in life is that hey they're going to go their own way you can't do that you don't let just people there's a reason why people have mentors you have mentors in sports as well just like you have in business it's business but but, but johnny mandel has been front and center on the mentor trip from day one when they told him don't go to this party in ut don't go to don't 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 go hang out with that girl don't go out front and make these comments don't sell your autograph and how's he been doing so far he has been doing he's been running his own program and how's he been doing so Johnny far? Johnny Manziel is software. Well, I don't know. Pretty good. 22nd overall. Starting uh, quarterback yeah, nod. Some, but somebody no. who thought he was going to be I the mean, first pick? I didn't think that. Oh, he did. Now, I you're, said now Jadavion you're take, Clowney wait, or oh, I would wait. shave my left calf. And I said Jadavion Clowney. I said Clowney too. Check but, the tape. But did Johnny Manziel not think he was going to be the first pick of the draft? Oh, I don't know what he thought. I can't get inside a man's head. The man said it. He, but, oh, Come on. Everybody says it. Who, oh, okay. Right. Like, everybody says everybody it. Everybody does not everybody, say it. Well, when, the, when they're in the conversation, well, you can say, actually, I think Jadavion is a special athlete and I'll be happy to take it, be taken in the come first on, round. Come on. Going into the draft, you know there's like three or four people who have an option to possibly be to possibly be the first pick of the draft. Yeah. There's three or four people in the conversation. Yeah. Those might think that they're going to be, and Johnny thought he was going to be one of those three or four. Well, all I'm saying all I'm saying is that uh, he didn't, and I don't know if he, if he did. I can't get inside a man's head. Yeah, but no, but I think what the man did and the man's persona affected those people who perhaps maybe considered him. And you know what he's doing? You know what's funny? You're making By, me root for Johnny Manziel now. No, I'm, I'm rooting I, you for are. him. No, I'm, you're not. You're saying I want him I to win if he the, wins by my rules. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm well, saying him just to, let the cards, no, let, no, let the game but, play. But you can't see that because I've been down that road. I know it's down that dark road. Why would you tell a child wait, wait, to go down that road? road? What dark road? Traveling to Vegas in between games? Why do oh, you want to do that? What dark Preacher, what? What dark first road? Of all, first of all, going to Vegas back and forth, think about what can happen. What are you oh, in Vegas for? It. You're partying. I'm done it. You're not a professional quarterback. Well, I could. I'd be, I'd be a pretty good one. <laughs> I have a show with somebody that, on this show. <laughs> I don't know why I would bring this man into the show to get a, you know, a common perspective from the man out there who understands the game. I think I'd be pretty game. good as a quarterback. No, I, think I, if I no, had that no, arm. No, you don't understand. See... There's a Super Bowl quarterback, and then there's Dougie Mack, okay? <laughs> and Dougie Mack will never be a Super Bowl quarterback. And I, and hey, I pray to any of those out there, out the obvious, any of those right? out there who are trying to get some, I guess, some advice from Dougie Mack for your son to be a Super Bowl <laughs> quarterback, please. Maybe if there were special Olympics, man, that's, that's, that could qualify. Uh, okay, and, and that, that, that comment there, too, was not accepted or responsibility <laughs> of this show. Uh, the producers of Voice ooh, America. Man, man. You're way over time. Okay, I think, uh, I think I got 30 seconds no, here I to a break. No, I think it said 30 seconds. In a yeah, but he didn't, say he, he didn't say that he wanted to go on. You want to run so it? I'll Let's just what, run it. Here's what we're going to do. You no, we're going to take it? a break. We're going to come back. And uh, and then I'm gonna you know I'm gonna talk about Johnny Manziel and what he should do because it's very important to me. That's all you want, and a whole lot of people in Cleveland that he wins, and that he wins now. You're assuming not he's not going to. He's going that he You're wins. You're assuming this now. won't work. This uh, uh, a preparation normally continue can tell you what the outcome would be. Lack of preparation also tells you. But they were You're glowing. listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. <laughs> We're in Phoenix and uh, living it like it matters, and we'll be right back after this break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
so, Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right. You hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, as I told you. When we first started the show, what matters to me is that I didn't get a chance to let everybody know that I, like many of you, uh, appreciate the uh, the, the uh, sacrifices that those in our uh, military, uh, the way they laid their lives on the line for us every single minute that they were involved in the military. Uh, some lost their life uh, while in the military, some passed on afterwards, but regardless, we want to thank them and uh, pay homage to them, and we did that earlier. Uh, so let me get back. I, I would like to educate some people out there because my man Dougie Mac over here, he, you know, he, he tries real hard. And I appreciate the fact that he has, an, <laughs> he has another opinion. He and different tries perspective. real hard. But here's what I want people to understand is that there are many times in life where you, you go up against or where you run into some, somebody that perhaps maybe you've never met. And they can give you a little insight, a little perspective of what's around the corner, what's ahead in life and, you know, what life is going to be like. Because I can tell you life as a college football player and a professional football player it's not even night and day it's like two nights in one day different you know it's like it's completely different it, it, there's not there's really i mean it, it if you think about college and in some place depending on where you play college football could be in terms of you know maybe some of your practices might be as hard but when you get to the next level the demands for your time the demands for your performance uh, your paycheck, um, your body, your health and welfare, you know, the things you have to do, the expectations. And basically all I wanted to do is, is, is convey a message today that may fall upon deaf ears, but I certainly, I know what it, was, what it meant to me when somebody pulled me aside, when somebody who played on, on, on Sundays pulled me aside. Who was it? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell because I don't, I don't drop names on this show. I don't just drop names. Are you making this up right now? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and to just shake your hand. <laughs> you know, just, just to, to, oh, man, that's a real person. That was not an avatar or something like that on the video screen. That's, that's really a real human being. And that human being is not different than me. It was like Michael but, Jackson but, but, the other but night. That, but that human being, you know, has gone through some things in life that you have yet to go through in life. And it would be one of those type of things where it's, it's like you would hate to know something and didn't share that information with somebody else. 
and you could have saved them a lot of heartache. Isn't that, a, isn't that an interesting point? That's a crucial point you just made there. Well, we all make those decisions. There's a time when you can reach out to somebody or you can be like, let's watch him squalor yeah. or be squalid right. or whatever. Right. And, Why is and it that, though? Is it because they don't want to help people that don't seem humble enough to appreciate it? Is that what it is? No, no. I, I, don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would say there are some people that perhaps maybe I would. you feel as if, okay, this person is... You know, he's going down the wrong road. You know, he needs to learn. Let him learn. But 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 isn't that the person you, who you and, should help the most? And you get well, it depends upon if that person is really out of control or not humble. Someone who you don't think would genuinely well, that, you know, deserve some people, it. You, you look at some people when you get, you know, some people come from great foundations and foundations, the great foundations come in different shapes and sizes. Right. But if you've got a strong person guiding that individual and giving them some, you know, some some insight on, on life. And, and they and and they are rebelling. Then that's a person you might say, well, he's going to learn because he's already be, he's got a platform made his choices, already. Yeah. He's made it. But for some people who you know grow up in adversity and maybe don't have anybody giving that perspective about the bigger life and the bigger picture, they might have to get it for the first time from somebody else. You know. So in other words, let's say if it, let's say it's a single family, and let's say it's a mom who's struggling, and you know, and hell, mom hasn't had a chance to to lift her head up to see what's going on in life. She doesn't know anything about this. You know, and so that's a different lifestyle. Johnny is accustomed to a silver spoon. That's the type of lifestyle he's lived. That's this is what it. everyone says. Well, right? they said his family's not. I mean, if his if his family's pretty wealthy, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't have anything no. wrong with that. There's a lot of kids nowadays that are raised with silver spoons. It's, it's more the norm than the exception, like it used to be. There was only a few millionaires. Now it's not millionaires. It's, it's billions. There's a million millionaires. Yeah, yeah. You, you see what yeah. I'm saying. And so and so that type of lifestyle. And sometimes those are those are privileged children and sometimes those privileged children they kind of act out you know they want to have things their own way and and sometimes we spoil our can children I, can i jump in here yeah please because you know I i'm serious i'm very I, serious about i this know stuff. you are so let me jump in here. They, you know because i'm just gonna put you on black. too many reasons uh, can i jump in here there's there's athletes that are out here that again are portrayed a certain way and i don't want johnny to get that on him man he don't deserve it. he where he's too good of a football player not to enjoy life the way it should be enjoyed instead of always under fire. It's on you. So, I think you've made your mind up about Johnny Manziel. I think you don't like him. I think you've decided that, for better or worse, you think this punk needs to learn a lesson the hard way and that this no. stuff in Vegas has put him on front street. And don't get me wrong, I read the article. I saw it. I, I don't think it's smart of him to do that. I don't think it's necessarily wise. But I also think we're entering a new era where everyone's life under a microscope doesn't mean you have to run and be a hermit because people are going to take pictures of you at a party. I mean, it started really with Tiger Woods, didn't it? Oh, no. No, no, it really did. Oh, no. I'm talking about the social mediafication and the, uh, the, the, the setting out the web of, oh, I can't believe he was at that partification of the high-profile celebrity athlete. It really did start with Tiger Woods. No, t Tiger's, Tiger's downfall was not through social media. It was through hoes. Remember, as a matter of fact, Tiger was able to... It was to, through hoes. He, he, but he got tripped up through media, through recorded messages, through uh, passed-forward texts. I mean, that's what really tripped him up was media. And that is the early oncoming of social media. So in this new era... We have to accept that we, 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 we knelt and genuflected at the knee of Joe Namath because he didn't give a you-know-what and wore a, 
a fur coat and had sex with everybody's wife. I don't wife. mind. I don't mind. <laughs> listen, I don't then, mind Johnny Manziel being a Joe Namath because I think we celebrate. Well, then yes, you do. We, no, no, I don't. Because no, Joe Namath would have been no, in Vegas. Wrong. No, no, no. So, Joe no, Namath no, would have been no. in Vegas. Joe did not start his career off like that. Joe came in. Joe was humble. Joe was always a baller. No, no. Joe came in. He was a national listen, champion listen, of Alabama. Okay, well, crying out listen, loud. Listen, Joe came in. Joe came in. Joe was not the superstar from the very beginning. Joe played. They listen when Joe when it was time for Joe okay. when Joe was. I'm on not Hollywood, saying it's a perfect analogy. That, what, what I'm saying, saying to but you you're is right. That, but you're right. That in this day and Joe age, Namath is what we want Johnny to, because Joe was successful and Joe's in the Hall of Fame. We want Johnny Menzel to be Joe Namath. Well, I don't know if we want that. I don't oh, necessarily. Not? You want that, perhaps. What I I'm think, saying. No, I think the football. What I'm world, saying is, in this day and age, the they to, can't all be Russell Wilson. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He's the closest. Joe Namath. They can't all be Russell Wilson. Is the closest. Okay. To, no, they can't be Tom Colin Brady. Colin Kaepernick is an idiot. Okay. Well, taking we don't pictures know of. That. Oh yeah, you, you seen his Instagram? Taking pictures of his shoes, flexing and and just being an. It doesn't look like that guy's lifestyle is really um, anything other than uh, an image portrayal as opposed to an actualized existence. You look at Russell Wilson's, his, the, his Instagram path, you, you see what he says and how he rolls. It seems like that guy's got, a, he's a real person. He's activating actuality. And then you look at Johnny Manziel. Here's the thing that we'll say about Johnny Manziel. I don't approve necessarily. I don't think it's for me to approve, but I do believe that guy is running his program. I think that's really who that guy is. And so I have to respect uh, authenticity and that's all I'm saying let the kid let him fail this way but until he does stop acting like he's a failure no we're not acting like he's a failure yes what you are no here's what we're trying to do you're we're telling him he's trying, doing it wrong we're trying to okay and here's what and he has people you don't know yet he has a publicist he has a publicist that should say to him Johnny until we have 16 games Johnny, with a win and a loss next to him and statistics that we can judge him by which is all that matters. Yeah, I guess, Why are we yeah. evaluating him as a failure okay, before me, he's even played a game? Let me go back and, and educate you again. I think I told you there's preparation needed to go into this. And Johnny's preparation is not that of one who, when you look at the end, when you go back, as you always do as a professional athlete, and you look over those things that you did and what transpired as a result of it, you look back and you say, Wow. Okay. Where could we have made a You're mistake? You're assuming at? he's made a mistake. No. Well, that is a mistake. There's no, there's no doubt about it. That's a mistake. That, I'm that, giving that, the guy benefit a, of the doubt. You're giving the benefit of the doubt. He won the Heisman as a but freshman. You're, but you're, 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 you're on a, He you're, had a better you're, season you're, than as a sophomore. Give the guy a year to prove you wrong. I mean, you're assuming negative. I you're being would, very here, negative. Here's the thing about it. He won the Heisman in college. Do you know how many people do so well in college? Do you know and, how many freshmen to, won the Heisman? The NFL? He's his first one ever. Ever. Okay, but let Had me, a better year the next but, year. But check this out. How many of those people go to the Heisman? The Heisman, that's college. That has nothing to do with pros. Well, Just you it has did everything that in, to do with accomplishment. Accomplishment of college. Everybody so was gunning for the guy after did he did the thing did, in his freshman did, year, and then he wasn't how to better. It's year. college. It's like talking about high school. It's college. It's not professional it's about, football. It's about performing under the bright lights of expectation. It's college. And I think Johnny Menzel has proven it's to a college. man. His, We're trying to get him to be a ability. pro. We're trying to get him to be a pro. He left Who college. We? Who are we? Everybody who's a fan of the Cleveland Browns you know wants what? him. I think you got to pump the brakes, give the kid 16 games, and then evaluate. And then you can look back and say, I told you so. And then you're going to say, you're on the record. You're going to say, he should have never went to Vegas. He should have never been partying. He should have been hey, focused. You know what? Maybe this is what this guy needs to do to be who he is. No. You can't do that. Really? You can't do that. Gronk needed to be that guy, that monkey monster, like shirtless freak after the, the Super Bowl in the and middle of the dance floor. And how many he times? Got injured. How many times does his body break down on him? But that has nothing to do with being a. 
Oh, come on. He got blasted. That guy's a beast. He's just a monster. You know, he's, he's humongous. Okay. Oh, okay. You know? okay. And, and how, what's his, how's his body feeling now? How many games he missed last year? Are you, are you, are you really? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. As a man who knows you, how that's, hard that's I, exactly. By the way, 6'7", running those routes with Ray Ellis coming for you? Hey, come on. All, hey, all I'm telling you is it happens. And you'll think you'll think that you'll think that it's nothing that it doesn't make a difference. But I'm telling you, your body is. I'm. I got it. Your body is your temple. That's how you. That's how you earn your money. Okay. You gotta take care. of I'm it. with you, but on a certain level, you gotta let the the Tasmanian devil sp- spin around. When there comes a time for a real off season. When there comes a time. Then you enjoy yourself during real off season. And and let me say this too, and then we're gonna take a break. Of course, you know, nobody would have had a problem with Johnny. This is a holiday. As a matter of fact, this is the last holiday before the 4th of July. Go be with your family. What Doug's got a lot to learn. I'm going to teach Doug a lot. And the rest of you two will listen. I'm not, listen I don't like Ellis. being on this side of the we'll conversation. All right? I mean, I'm just saying. You know, cut <laughs> the guy a little I'm slack. Like He's living like a man. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about LeBron. Assuming next. the worst of it. LeBron James. We'll that guy's right overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. You've convinced me, right? Johnny is the error of his ways. I got Dougie Well, it's just, listen, it'll all come out of the wash, as you said. We'll find out. I'm going to be happy. I'm only going to be happy if he wins. I am. Not, I'm, I'm so tired of Cleveland being a joke of cities that I'm looking. I'm truly looking. I for hope a they winner, do because Seattle know? was until last year. I, I mean that from the bottom. Like I, um, like you guys only the have football, a tough, Only football. What else? You guys. You guys have even been to the Super Bowl before. Yeah, but '94, the Sonics were the best team in basketball. They lost to the Denver Nuggets <laughs> in, in 2001. The Mariners won more games, as many games as any team in the history of baseball. 116. Lost in the second round. I mean, we were abject failures until last year. Well, abject. I, I, I would say this. Uh, certainly the fact that you've got a chance to participate. You were in a World Series. And I, No, never. Haven't still. Never been. One, one Super Bowl. Seven, right. okay. 79, the Sonics won it all. Yeah. 
And, and don't get me wrong, I'm with you. I root for your teams because I like you, and I root for my friends' teams. Well, I, I root and for I, good. I root I, for good teams, and I hope Johnny does everything that we want him to and do. And I want. And I listen. I saying, I'm an athlete. Pump, pump the judgmental no, breaks. Here's the thing about it, and I, I'm going to let it go because I got to let it go. But I want you to know, Doug. There's there's too much of the brand that's being threatened now, and we want to try to. You know, it used to be the old. You know, a, a gentleman, you know, what were you, an officer and a gentleman. Okay, so the athletes, these student athletes, they were required to be these, you know, role models. Yeah. And and listen, man, there, there's for Johnny to live his life the way he wants to, it's okay. He's no Frank Minifield. Well, yeah, that's, that's you're right. He's no Ray Ellis. <laughs> okay, but all I'm saying to you is you have guys on your team. No, I mean, that's the, that should be like your defensive linemen that just, they're the crazy guys. They're right. the guys, when you get into a fight, you want to make sure. Like I had a guy named Chuck Comiskey. Chuck Comiskey, God bless his soul. Chuck, he was with the Eagles for a couple of years. I think I remember then, that. And guy. then Chuck ended up uh, playing for the USFL. I'll never forget, before uh, 48 hours, it was Ray and Chuck. Really? It was Ray and Chuck. <laughs> Before you talk about <laughs> was, Eddie, Murphy Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. That's a, that, that was me and Chuck. You know, let me jump in here. Um, Rick Myrer was drafted second overall. Myrer out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Was drafted second overall to the Seahawks behind Drew Bledsoe. That's the 1993-94 year. Okay? Wow. And I'm in Seattle and going to all these concerts because I have friends who are in bands. This is the Seattle scene exploding, Right. Rick Myrer's favorite band was a band called Green Apple Quickstep. He was on the record in magazine interviews. That's my favorite band, Green Apple. Okay. Those guys grew up with me. They went to my, uh, they they went to our family campouts. They, uh, we you know trekked with us to uh, Expo '86. Like we grew up in the same elementary, middle school, and and uh, and, and high school. And they were our high school band. They went to Seattle. They made a name for themselves somewhat. So backstage, Ray. At all those games. Now, actually, I kind of co- come full circle on this and stand corrected because mm. we nicknamed him Double Fisted. He always had a shot of Jaeger and a beer or two shots of Jaegers, and he wore, like, coveralls, like, overalls, like Opie and Anthony from, like, the Deep South or something, and he would be backstage, and nobody really knew him or wanted to know him or understood why on a Friday or a Saturday night with a game on Sunday, he was backstage at 2 in the morning doing shots and kind of being friendly. He was a nice enough guy, but, dude, you're our quarterback. We're paying you, as I recall, like a $16 million contract, which was out of this world. Mm-hmm. And we all had a big problem with that. See what I'm saying? So See, I kind okay. of, uh, I kind of, right. That's, that's, well, you know, I'm here, I'm here to be correct. Right. And, 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 I, and I'm just saying yeah, that. Yeah, you're right about that. As, as I a, hated that at the time. Yeah. And look how that turned out. You're a diehard out. fan. I'm telling you, I'm look a diehard. Right. Out. I'm a diehard Cleveland Brown fan. And this is we a guy who has potential. What are you doing here? Yeah. And just, listen, it's just a short period of time of your life. Yeah. So just make this sacrifice that you can say that you gave everybody. I I, I just ate and slept football. That's right. I think everything you said is right. Yeah. Then you know, and and you're not being sarcastic. You're no. being honest. No. You because you see I, me. Yeah. yeah you see I, me. Yeah. Because I I do want him to win. You see I don't me. want Cleveland to be the joke of anything. This I'm, is the I'm short period to, of time. Maximize yes. the opportunity. Yeah. Don't look back and be like, yeah, but I banged a hot chick. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. You're not gonna remember her name. She's gonna walk you up know? to you. You know. It's like no. So I just I want Johnny to prove everybody wrong. He said he could change. He could adapt to pro ball. And, okay. and, and and now this guy is, you know. Don't be Rick Myrer. Yeah, uh, uh, please, please don't. Okay, now let's talk about LeBron. LeBron needs no motivation. No, he's too good. He needs no motivation. So why, if you're on the Pacers, do you want to give him Lance? some Michael? I mean, why? I mean, really, I mean. Uh, you know it, what the first thing I thought when I saw that? Michael Jordan is the best shit talker in the history of the NBA. Nobody talked better head than Mike. And he's the greatest player any of us ever saw. Kobe Bryant. 
No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Michael will cut your throat. And Kobe out will. And, and Kobe will too. Who did he learn that from? Yeah. Well, he, from Mike. But Kobe don't want to give. Mike doesn't want to. All Kobe won't say like, he learned anything I, from I Mike. I agree with Lance. Right. I agree with Lance that it doesn't fit the form. It doesn't fit the expectation. I'm not sure why he needs to do that. I honestly didn't even know he was doing it until I saw the quote. I was like, wait, LeBron's talking head. But if anyone wants to criticize people talking, you know what, mess, um, well, then we have you to You can say shit on here. Okay. On well, the, yeah, Mike, Mike was the best shit talker in the NBA yes, in the history was. of the game. So, so what the hell was what's Lance talking about? Well, it's like. I don't get it's it. It's like but Mike knew who he could talk trash too and Mike talked to just about everybody Every I don't think there was anybody okay because yeah, he, knew, but he knew but he knew he could back it up he didn't feel there was anybody that could mm-hmm. stop him mm-hmm. i.e. Uh, he didn't know Detroit existed at some point in time but yeah, the ba- yeah. you know but, but, and, and, but more than anything it, it was just getting people it was personal that was, that, that was, yeah, it, well you're exactly right because he felt he was the greatest of all time he was he the goat the greatest he, he's a goat he wanted to re- be the goat then but you can adapt your game, and the referees let them do that. If you look at that Detroit back then, they should have never let them play basketball like that, but they allowed it. And so now, the only thing about it, and, and this is why Indiana went out, well, no, I'm sorry, the Heat went out and got Greg Odom because they thought they were going to have to play a game like that, like the bad boys played against Michael. With Mahimi and, uh, that's his, yeah, and with, with Hibbert. That's right. So they thought they were going right. to need LeBron some help. So they went and got a big boy. He didn't work out because obviously he's not healthy. See, but what happened to him? His body is just, you know, you it's know, one I heard, of those I heard, things. I heard one of his one legs. Leg, that's yeah, his, and that's yeah. true. That's a medical yeah. issue. That's true. So yeah. it was one of those things. Again, but, but then again, if you're, again, athletics, you have doctors on your team. We don't even want to go into that. But they should have assessed him. So the medical report should have came go back. back. To the, go back to the trash talking. Yeah. Well, that, that, well, why does LeBron got to do that? Well, no, LeBron doesn't do that. He didn't have to do that. No, no, I'm not saying LeBron's do what I'm I saying to you. I think Lance is kind of right. Like, why you got to, like, we all respect you, Bron. No. You don't have to, like, go to that level. No, LeBron didn't go there. My understanding, Lance went there. See, that's what the whole thing is about. He's, oh. trash, he's trash talking to LeBron. No, no, but what I'm saying is, like, for Lance to even have grounds to call him. Okay, let me tell you, um, one of my all-time favorite players for a long time, was this kid named Kevin Garnett. And then he became something else as he became older and needed an edge. He became a mean-spirited prick. And we can say that because we're on the interweb, right? He did. He just became a player I didn't respect. And I didn't like that he became mean like that. He didn't have to do that. KG, you're 7-1 and you can swing and rock the cradle and you can, you can go three. Basically, you can, th- you can play three, four, five. And you got to go and, like, be mean to the new kid. You remember when he was getting in people's grill? I lost respect for him. He's no longer even on my top 20. Did you not see? You must, not, you must not have seen. Hate him. You must not have seen a football life with Brett Favre on a football life. Uh, Where he I was paying, so. He was paying tribute to um, oh, the big dude, uh, gosh, can't think of uh, Warren Sapp. Okay. And, oh, yeah, paying. And, and Brett Favre. You know, being complimenting, but Brett Favre talked about it one time where, you know, he was all up in Warren Sapp's face and everything, but he wasn't worried because he had on equipment. There were 21 other guys out there that weren't going to let him get hurt, plus the referees and everything. And so, you know, so trash talking like Kevin Garnett, all he's doing is getting in people's face because for the simple reason he knows, first of all, he can't lay his hands on anybody. Well, why would you need to? If you're already because it's physically mental. superior. It's, it's, it's mental. It's mental. You, you need every okay, single l- edge you can Allow get. me this, Ray. Have you seen it? I haven't seen the trash talking. I don't I mean, I guess I should probably oh, have Le- researched man, it or something. Well, what here's was the thing, it? Well, what happened? No, no, again, LeBron just was, was it bad? Reacting. Was he in his ear? Was he being a punk? 
excuse me, while LeBron wasn't being a punk, Lance. the Pacers, Pacers are being the punks. Well, and, then, and they're still they're still being punks. They're making every kind of excuse. And I'm riding with Bron Bron. And, But listen, but these guys were, listen, they're the number one seed. They should have won it. I got it. They should have won it. I mean, everybody had them picked to win. In fact, they were supposed to be beating. At this point, it should be 3-1 them as yeah. opposed to the Heat. Number one seed. That's what you wanted. You asked for a number one seed. So is Bron in the wrong? No, Bron's, man, Bron's, come on, Bron's a gentleman. Bron's a gentleman. When he you plays a game, Bron's, I do. Bron's I, your favorite if athlete I could, ever. If I could grow up <laughs> and be somebody, it'd be LeBron. I'd be Johnny Manziel. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. When we come, we got another, we, 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 that's the end of the show. That's everything. We got to go. I came late. Wow. We'll get him next week. Mac Man came late, but that's okay. We'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.